Be sure to check out our website, planetfearpodcast.com, for links to our social media, contact information, and our latest episodes. You can also find us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to follow us, give us that five-star rating, or hit the like button to let us know you enjoy the show. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Matt. Did you find Darth Vader scary? No. Really? Not until he took his mask off. What about the Emperor? (laughs) Emperor Palpatine, the Sith Lord. The one that turned Darth Vader to the dark side. Is he the one with the black and red on his face? No, that's Darth Maul. Oh. But, I mean, you know, I thought the Sith Lords were pretty scary whenever I was a little kid. Uh-huh. And that's why, growing up, my favorite hero was Luke Skywalker. Naturally. Naturally. So, yeah. <laughs> I was really happy that we were going to do an episode on the Skywalkers. Hey, Matt. Hey, Lauren. Uh, episodes on uh, Skinwalkers, bud. Skinwalkers? Skinwalkers. Like the scary, evil Navajo witches that can, like, turn into animals? That'd be them. The world is a fearful place. We are surrounded by people and things that would do us harm. Some walk among us every day, while others lurk in the shadows, a threat unknown. Join us as we discuss all of the things that frighten us most, from the paranormal and unknown, to the true and horrific crimes committed by our very own kind, with Matt Knapp and Lauren Smith on Planet Fear. You know I almost brought my sage over here tonight. I om- <laughs> I'm not kidding. I actually am really upset that I forgot it because I was literally going to like bring it over here for this episode. So all of that sounds really cheesy, like the Star Wars references. But here's the thing. True story. <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas had a piece of property that was called Skywalker Ranch. So back in the day, when I first heard about Skinwalker Ranch, uh-huh. I would always get the two confused, and I'd find myself trying to talk to people about Skywalker Ranch, <laughs> and they're just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what does it have to do with Star Wars? And I was like, it doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars. Why would it have any... Like, why is it called Skywalker Ranch? And like, I don't know, because there's like UFO sightings and stuff. I don't know why it's called Skywalker Ranch. Why can I see you like making your case? <laughs> the wrong case. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it is, in fact, a Skinwalker Ranch, mm-hmm. which, surprisingly <laughs> enough, has very little to do with Skinwalkers other than territorial. It, exactly. You know, uh, kind of weird. Yeah. I, I mentioned Skinwalker Ranch for this episode, and you're like, well, we're not really doing UFOs and stuff. And I'm like, what? I basically had a Skywalker skinwalker like mishap all on my own without even knowing about that well even on my notes i put sw for skinwalker so it says sw notes which could also be star wars or skywalker or skywalker but yeah skinwalker ranch uh crazy stuff's been happening there for years and some of the local tribes Mm -hmm. said that the ranch is in the path of the skinwalkers or that's why weird stuff happens there and so the name just kind of stuck to it, being called Skinwalker Ranch, even though lots of crazy stuff happens there, not necessarily tied to skinwalkers. Right, right. So what is a skinwalker, by definition? Let me tell you what it's not, Matt. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> We're going to keep this one kind of jovial, because skinwalkers scare the shit out of me. Me too! <laughs> okay, good. Literally, I... Did not want to do this episode. I said, there are two things, Matt, I don't want to talk about. Skinwalkers and possession. Guess which ones you have just lined up for us. Thanks, Matt. You know. A skinwalker is not a skywalker. So there you go. The skinwalker is an ancient Native American legend that takes on various forms across different tribes. In Navajo lore, a skinwalker is kind of a wicked sorcerer who can transform into, occupy, or disguise themselves as an animal. That's handy. Yeah. So, to me, 
I've had a lot of people over the years. So I've done, you know, shows before on my other podcast mm-hmm. about skinwalkers and I've had guests on to talk about it. Night yeah. callers, Bigfoot radio, you mean? <laughs> That'd be the one, Matt. I believe you've also <laughs> talked about skinwalkers on your Bigfoot podcast. I, I may have mentioned them on Bigfoot Crossroads from time to time. <laughs> Cross plugging. It's amazing. Something that I would always get in the comments is people would be talking about shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. Now, there actually is a difference between skinwalkers and shapeshifters. So a shapeshifter is a creature capable of changing its appearance or form at will, while a skinwalker is a person that can transform into any animal like wearing its pelt. Right. So there is a difference. It's it, you know. it's a type of dark magic as opposed to an ability. Right. Uh, so pop culture, especially in recent years, skinwalkers and wendigos mm-hmm. are two things from Native American First Nations folklore that have kind of taken on a life of their own in pop culture and people have kind of just redefined them for movies and television shows and stuff. Since we're not talking about Wendigos, we won't really get into that. But basically, the Wendigo legend is it's a cannibal. If you're starving and you eat somebody's flesh, you become the Wendigo. Yeah. Uh, Skinwalkers oftentimes recently get put into the cryptid category for some reason Mm -hmm. as a type of shapeshifter, basically. But it's not anything like that. But there are quite a few. The Wendigo is also put in the cryptic mm-hmm. category. Right. The Rougarou. Yeah. And that one is, you know, this person who's cursed. I mean, so there are a lot of cryptids that maybe shouldn't be cryptids, but mm-hmm. they are. Um, skinwalker being one of them. Because a skinwalker is a person who is initiated by doing the evilest of deeds. Basically, the most heinous sins you can possibly imagine are part of the process of becoming a skinwalker. And whenever they get together and have their little parties, yes. uh, they partake in those sorts of yes. things. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> Just think Ripper Crew, but like in the desert. Yeah. No, I don't want to think about <laughs> I don't want to think about any of the actual facts about skinwalkers. So Recently, I did talk to a woman who lives on the Navajo Reservation about skinwalkers. She was like, uh, I mean, confirming everything everybody already knows. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's supposed to be talked about. Right. It's taboo. It's extremely taboo. Mm -hmm. They are practicing evil witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Now, most of the stuff being talked about on this episode is probably going to be revolving around the Navajo beliefs. Mm-hmm. and lore behind the skinwalkers right. um so keep that in mind mm-hmm. but there's different types of witches and witchcraft and skinwalkers are just one of those forms which happen to be the most heinous and most evil <laughs> yeah. of all the different kinds uh but there's still like medicine men and healers and everything mm-hmm. that use different things magic i I don't know what word to use energies whatever they use to do good with Mm -hmm. and skinwalkers are like the exact opposite of the spectrum yeah they're just out for bad and personal gain and Mm -hmm. uh it's just not something you want to have anything to do with it's not worth it it's just not worth it you know they um so they do their nefarious deeds And then they wear the skins of the animals that they want to transform into, hence the name Skinwalker. Um, Sometimes they also wore the animal's skulls or antlers on top of their heads, which brought them more power, Mm -hmm. according to legend. Um, They choose what animal they want to turn into, depending on the abilities needed for a particular task. So, you know, speed, strength, endurance, stealth, claws, teeth, you know, if they're trying to escape from pursuers, that kind of thing. So, actually, because of that, the Navajo consider it taboo for members to wear the pelt of any predatory animals. However, sheepskin, leather, buckskin, those are all acceptable. And that's because of the skinwalkers, Mm -hmm. which is something I found interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. I mean, in other Native American cultures, you certainly see uh, bear claw necklaces and things like that, Mm -hmm. mountain lions. 
Um, but not the Navajo. And used for kind of the same reasons to get the strength and abilities of that creature, you know, through the totem item that the person's wearing. But with the Navajos, they're just like, nope, that's some evil stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the becoming a skinwalker, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just to put it completely out there, the most common element that I came across was the killing of a family member, specifically yes. a sibling. Yes. The killing of a close family member, most often a sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, after that task has been completed, then the individual acquires their supernatural powers. But there were a couple of other things uh, mentioned, such as cannibalism and necrophilia. Yeah, so it's like the Ripper crew all over again. So what I found is that they that's to become a skinwalker, but then like your their little parties, yeah. their little gatherings where they work the the voodoo to become <laughs> yeah, the, the, to keep to the keep, stuff that they do to stay um evil uh so they work dark magic against their victims and engage in various taboo rituals of incest corpse defilement and then sibling murder corpse defilement that's just a, such a nice way of saying necrophilia <laughs> i mean you can't give consent at that point <laughs> oh matt you I can't mean, oh matt let's Talk about skinwalker powers, what you gain when when you partake in corpse defilement (laughs) and incest. In case you want to do this stuff. So the incest, okay, I'm going to go there. It says incest, corpse defilement, and sibling murder. I mean, you could knock out all three. (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, I was going to (laughs) ask if the incest and the sibling You know, you covered it. We're going to move on. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But Um, (laughs) I do want to mention this part, though. Something I found interesting. Oh, dear. Uh, It's kind of, with the killing of a sibling thing, Mm -hmm. reminiscent of Cain and Abel. Right. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, that that would exist over here and then exist over here, too. Mm -hmm. You have folklore about, you know, the most evil being on the planet being created because of this action which is killing a sibling you wonder if that's where they got it this has been around for a long time a long time 15 generations i believe had been talking about the area of skinwalker ranch Mm -hmm. in specific being in the path of the skinwalkers so if you think i mean that's roughly 1500 years that's a long time. It's a long time. And that's only what we know. Yeah, because a lot of their traditions are oral traditions. There's no way of documenting how far those go back. I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, to me, it sounds <laughs> so terrifying if you were just lost out in the middle of the desert and you came across mm-hmm. a campfire, you know, and you're thinking, oh, I've been saved. I'm pretty sure there's a couple movies out about yeah. that. And you find a group of naked. Native American witches that are naked and covered in animal, animal pelts that are defiling corpses and eating body parts. Oh. You're not going to make it home. I mean... You're, you're just not. How many times do you think that's happened? More times than you would expect. I would like to talk to David Pilates about... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have our own theory. (laughs) I have my own theory, sir. Okay. I'd like to talk to you about your numbers one more time. But the stuff is scary to me. It it is It always has been. Absolutely. You know, so I recently took a trip out west, which you know about. You did. And I came back. and Right I came, through the territory. <laughs> I, okay. Well, I was going to, I went through the Grand Canyon and all that, and I was going to go up into Navajo territory and meet up with some people. And literally, I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, you could go to Skinwalker Ranch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yep, right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right back into New Mexico and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I literally, that was on my mind because I keep remembering this story of somebody, they were driving uh, through Navajo Territory one night and on the res and there's a Skinwalker running next to their car, keeping up with them at like 60 mile per hour. Yeah. And I was like, you know. I'm good, especially with my luck. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no, I ain't putting myself at risk for that. So, 
uh, little Lauren came back to Oklahoma without visiting the Navajo area. Yeah. Or the stories of like, I've heard people talking about coyotes mm-hmm. running down the side of the road and then like veering off towards the woods and turning into a man and go walking yeah. off into the woods and people are just like, yeah, what was that? <laughs> yeah. And this one, the coyote was like huge yeah like it came up to the window on the truck door like no absolutely not okay let's talk about what happens after you kill your sister betty lou and defile and stuff so skinwalkers are also able to take possession of the bodies of human victims if a person locks eyes with them another fact that i did not know how fun <laughs> we what a cool party trick yeah <laughs> oh my god is your friend acting a little weird <laughs> are they howling at the moon so let's just say that you think somebody is a skinwalker right this fun fact their powers include reading other people's minds so you're sitting there staring across the room at toby and you just know that something's off about him and he's glaring back at you and you just know you're on the menu for the night like he just gives you that grin to let you know that you're right and nobody else (laughs) knows it Mm. Um, they can also control their thoughts and behavior of their victims um, cause disease and illness which personally would I kind of would hey, not mind that that particular okay. one because there are some enemies I would really like to. I'm telling you. you know, anyway, growing up in Oklahoma, I have heard people talk about things. Now, I've had lots of Native American friends, so I've been privy to some conversations that a lot of people don't really hear all that often. Mm-hmm. They're not going to cross that line and just open up about it. Mm-hmm. But I have heard some things, and. That whole thing about like doing stuff to make somebody sick or bring them bad mm-hmm. luck or what, I've seen people get very serious about it yeah. and find a local medicine man mm-hmm. and do whatever they needed to do to get that removed, to get that hex, that curse, whatever you want to call it, to get that bad medicine taken off of them. And whenever it comes to skinwalker juju, mm-hmm. they don't even want to talk about it. They're, yeah. they're scared to talk about it. It's almost like one of those things where, like, you know, you talk about it, the skinwalker knows you're talking about it, and yeah. they're going to target you because you're talking about it. Yeah. And so if you think about, like, back to our Girl Scout murder episode, yeah. we had, we t- the whole second part of that episode was about this, was about bad Native American juju, yeah. um, bad, you know, sorcerers, Native American sorcerers, and the fight of the good medicine men against that and how they basically caught the guy through this. I mean, it's something that they take very seriously and for good reason. I mean, if they're battling this kind of stuff and, and another aspect of it is, uh, another thing that I learned in the research is that these skinwalkers will oftentimes hide as regular medicine men Mm. and like heal people and everything by day and then by night go do their evil bidding and everything which makes me think back to the girl scout murders about that one medicine man mm-hmm. that was like helping him hide and everything and he's like no nah, i'm just but my dad had some evil stuff that, yes. that he burned or, yeah like that guy could have been a skinwalker and just yep. like playing the part that's a good point i don't like that I don't like that either. The, it's the like hiding 30, in plain well, sight I thing. Mean, also, like that person's like 30 minutes away from us right now. So. Yeah. See? See? Should have brought my sage. Damn it. Pop the dog I, and burn that Something bitch. tells me a uh, white girl with sage, <laughs> no match for a skinwalker. You have no idea. No match for you a skinwalker. You have no idea the level of... <laughs> <laughs> that would take a lot of sage. You don't even know. Okay, I, You wouldn't even be able to see me right now for all the sage I'd be burning. <laughs> we need to call Shadow Vision. <laughs> Master Legend, we need you. Sage bomb. I'm going to do it. Okay, so the, they cause illness and disease, right? They can also destroy property and cause death. And not just, you know, like, hey, we're defiling your corpse because we just killed you but like actually just make people die yeah i'm gonna assume the destroying property thing meant remotely 
mm-hmm. and not just like throwing a rock through the window because <laughs> yeah. like, that's not that impressive really <laughs> i mean i can destroy some property like, right so they say that their eyes are very different than those of the animal that they take yeah. <laughs> that their eyes are very human and when the lights are shined on them they burn bright red yeah never heard of that before so as a bigfoot researcher and how many times i've gotten feedback of red eyes okay so i'm just saying that lady that i recently interviewed was telling a bigfoot story Mm -hmm. and she was talking about the glowing red eyes outside of this person's home looking through the window you had a you had a and that they like took off after it because they thought it might be a skinwalker now whenever she's telling me the story I hadn't done my research for this show yet or right. anything. So I'm like hearing the story and like, I know a little something about skinwalkers, you know, like whatever. And I'm like, why would they think it was a skinwalker? Just <laughs> And then I read in the research material that sometimes skinwalkers will go and like stare through people's windows and stuff to like hex them or whatever. Why would you chase it? And I'm just like, you mean that really happens? So now I got to worry about Bigfoot staring at me through the window and skinwalkers? Yeah. But why would you chase it? And can a skinwalker turn into a Bigfoot? But why would you chase it? In any scenario, why would you? Ch- <laughs> I don't care if it's a dog. I'm not going to run out of my house chasing it. Is that why you don't have windows in here? Yeah. I knew it. So, alternatively, when they're in human form, their eyes look more animal-like. That's super creepy. Isn't that creepy? So, animal form, human eyes. Human form, animal eyes. The eyes are the window to the soul, Matt. Fun fact, if you do have windows, <laughs> they make sounds around the homes, such as knocking on the windows, banging on walls, scraping noises on the roofs. And this is all Bigfoot stuff, too. That's Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> that's um, death omen stuff. <laughs> like, um, we talked about... We talked about all this. <laughs> well, we talked about trying not to mention bigfoot so much on this show yeah i mean however we both have our bigfoot shows we have our bigfoot lives right. we try to keep them separate but i mean come on this is classic bigfoot behavior it really that people is. experience at their homes now this next part is interesting to me on the bigfoot front more often they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident Now, how many times have we heard about somebody, a Bigfoot, crossed the road and they had a sighting? And I actually had this discussion recently on my show with a guest. No, it was on her show. Sorry. And she said, I actually pulled the reports up of how often this happens, what time of year it was, all of that, to try to figure out why they would do that. Because they can hear a car coming. Why would a Bigfoot choose that time to cross the road and be seen when they could wait for it to pass and then go? It made no sense. And then I read this. And it's like... And Bigfoot is seen as a hair-covered man. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... And these things cross the road in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident. Yeah. Which is also, just for the record, if there's any skinwalkers listening, which I hope there's not, (laughs) but if there are, that's a really dick thing to do to people. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Out of everything you do, how dare you run out in front of my car? Well, I mean, you know, (laughs) I'm going to go stand in traffic and hope somebody wrecks. Come on, you jerk. <laughs> like that out of everything. That's what you're upset about? <laughs> that they play chicken with cars? Really? No, because that's kind oh, of like oh a... Oh, my God. That's like an adaptation to modern mm. civilization. Yeah. I mean, did they, like, go and stand out in front of horses? <laughs> hoping that I the, mean, they probably jumped out and scared the ah! horses, so the horse rolled over on the person, and they Still got Still a dick him. move. Oh, my God. So but they didn't try that with trains more than once. <laughs> How many train conductors do you think? I know a ton have had Bigfoot sightings, but how many do you think have (laughs) seen a skinwalker? Okay. It is said that in addition to being able to shapeshift, the skinwalker is also able to control the creatures of the night, such as wolves and owls. Vampires. And make them do its bidding. So... In the Girl Scout murder episode that we did, the second one, the second part two, 
Harvey Pratt said that he and his brother were out there and they yeah. had a cold fire. Like they weren't, they didn't have a fire and they were staying out there investigating. And it was just a cat. It This cat runs up out of the woods, runs up Harvey's chest and jumps on him and then just runs away. And he and his brother were so freaked out because of the skinwalker thing that they just left. They yeah. packed up or no, I think they did stay the rest of the night, but they were terrified. He couldn't sleep. And keep in mind, you know, we've domesticated cats, obviously. Yeah. We all have them in our homes. Not my home. But my some home. people might be weird and have one. <laughs> or but five. technically, cats are not nocturnal creatures. Yeah. I mean, they do their hunting and everything at night. So a cat classifies as a creature of the night. Pretty much. And it's kind of weird just to be at a campfire out in the middle of the woods and have just some feral cat run up and just jump on your chest. And when I think of a vessel capable of hold, holding the ultimate evil, it would be a cat. So. Yeah. Yep. So here's another fun fact. Some skinwalkers are actually able to call up the spirits of the dead and reanimate corpses to attack their enemies. I went full pet cemetery there. <laughs> I'm sure they're talking about zombies, but I am thinking of pet cemetery and your dog Fluffy like is sitting on your chest. You wake up. Cujo. So let's say that you're a Native American years ago. And you've got a brother or a sister that's kind of a jerk. A lot of things about evil and like turning to evil involve temptation. And like whenever you start listing out a skinwalker's powers mm -hmm. and you're talking about mind control, shape shifting, uh, controlling creatures of the night, and now reanimating armies of the dead to do your bidding. <laughs> That's pretty tempting. I mean that that's some power. That's some power. I'm not saying I'm not advocating becoming a skinwalker. <laughs> I'm just saying like, man, these guys skinwalkers are a bit OP. I Means overpowered for any non-gamers out there. I'm just saying like these are you know, they're they're you know, they can't fly. So, I guess that's one thing that they can't do. Maybe I, they can turn into a bird so they can fly. I mean, what can a skinwalker not do? Because I also read where it's for some reason, I don't know why this was included in all these articles I was reading, but they were like, just in case you ever wanted to kill one of these things, it's almost impossible to do. They're pretty much immortal. Great. So, like, yeah, fantastic. You can't kill them. So, just don't piss off a skinwalker or think about it because they'll know. Do you ever, like, tell yourself not to think about something and then that's kind of all you can think about yeah i'm sitting here like having an anxiety attack well i'm really it, it, the, you can probably hear the nervousness in my voice you can hear it can, i can't breathe i so, can't take a full breath right now matt well, so i don't I, know why you did this to us i had this friend who was creek oh, no. and he was coming over to my house one night and he was in his car behind mine and we came to the stop sign a few blocks away from my house i kept driving and he sat at the stop sign for like until I couldn't even see his car anymore. Mm -hmm. And I pulled in my driveway. And a few minutes later, he comes hauling up in his car and like skidding to a stop in front of my house. He comes out of his car in a panic and he says, did you see that guy on the corner? And I'm like, what guy? He claimed on my street. <laughs> oh, Lauren's going to hate this. <laughs> he claimed on my street like three blocks down i pulled on at the stop sign he pulled up to it he's getting ready to follow me through and he looks over and he sees an old native american man on the street corner catty corner from where we're stopped at and that yeah i know which one he's you're talking like about. looking at him and he's like okay that's kind of weird because this isn't typically a neighborhood where you would see a lot of old Native American men in the middle of the night. <laughs> and he looks back the other way because he thought a car was coming. He saw lights or something. And he said whenever he turned back and looked, there was like a dog sitting there where the old man was. And he seemed pretty believable. He was pretty freaked out. And he was pretty... You literally Convinced. wait until I get to your house to tell me about bad things that happen in or around your house. I'm just why? saying, I like, why last, do I keep coming back here? There's no way. You might as well 
literally say there was a Sasquatch in my front yard. This is like the last place in the world anybody would expect to find a skinwalker. We live in Oklahoma. I know, but I'm just saying. So, like, you know, where do you think all the Native Americans? I came figured he just saw an old man walking his dog, and the old man had walked off, and he didn't see the dog at first. I'm just saying, but he was convinced. So, not only are we doing an episode over skinwalkers, and not only are you not supposed to talk about or think about, Why or do you think you I know, always have a problem talking about them because like, I remember that story. Like, you're not supposed to think about them. Or, you know, I think he was just anything. With me. And then I didn't like I'm over here having a freaking anxiety attack because I'm trying not to think about him, but I can't stop thinking about him. And then you tell me there's one on the corner that I just passed. <laughs> now that I've completely derailed everything. Thank you so much for sharing that that no you problem. could have kept to yourself. Other stories about skinwalkers. That take place in remote areas nowhere near Matt's house. Mm hmm. There was a man who was making repairs on an old ranch home when he began to hear loud laughter coming from the nearby sheep pens. I don't like where this story is going. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Okay. Thinking he was alone, he went to investigate and found all of the sheep but one huddled in the corner of the pen. However... There was a lone ram separated from the group that was standing upright and laughing in a very human manner. After the man locks eyes with the ram, he sees that the eyes are not that of an animal, but very like a human's. The animal then casually walked away on all four legs. So if you've ever seen a ram's eyes, there's a reason that they're used, you know, to portray Satan and demons and stuff, because they have very disgusting, demonic-looking eyes. They have square pupils. It's the ram, <laughs> like, sheep's eyes are just freaking yeah. freaky. But this one had human eyes, which I think would freak me out even more than demonic sheep eyes. Probably so. So. Either way, it's really bad. <laughs> Should have brought the sage for that alone. <laughs> My mother-in-law bought me a sage kit recently, and I was going to bring it for this show. <sighs> Some say that they have seen the skinwalkers running through the night, sometimes turning into a fiery ball, leaving streaks of color behind them. You mean like spook lights? <laughs> Another topic that we discussed. Great. and It's funny how all these topics are tying into one entity. Yeah, and that the spook lights literally are found in the same place yeah. as the girl scout murder skinwalker yeah shenanigans okay it's great phenomena that's the word i was looking for others have seen angry looking humanoid figures looking down on them from cliffs mountains and mesas in the 1980s one of the most notable events occurred when a family was driving through the navajo reservation and as they slowed to make a sharp curve something jumped from the ditch it was described as black, hairy, and wore a shirt and pants. A few days after this event at their home in Flagstaff, Arizona, ugh, I drove through there. The family was awakened to the sounds of loud drumming and chanting. Outside their home were three dark forms of men, quote unquote, outside their fence. However, these shadowy creatures were seemingly unable to climb the fence and soon left. Great. There are... A few scattered reports here and there of people witnessing hair-covered man-like creatures. It gets reported as a Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. But the difference is, in these particular cases, the Bigfoot is wearing an item of clothing. Right. Uh, usually pretty torn up and tattered. Think werewolf. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've always kind of disregarded those. But there's also reports here and there of drumming and native american chanting being mm -hmm. heard in some of these areas so this is a story that you found yeah that a uh, young woman had actually sent into a website i'm going to read it as if it were her she says i grew up hearing stories of skinwalkers she gives the navajo term which i will show respect by not butchering it from it means something like it goes, goes on, on all fours yeah, it, it goes, goes on, on all fours, fours. Yeah. yeah it's great it's great it's not creepy at all okay no. 
So she says, I grew up hearing stories of skinwalkers from my grandparents whenever I'd go visit them. They lived on Navajo land and enjoyed telling the stories that had been passed down through generations. I was 16 going on 17 when this happened. My grandparents own a ranch. They mostly raise horses and cattle, and I helped them out as much as I could over the summers. Toward the end of my stay on an annual, I'm sorry, on an unusually cold night, the dogs started going crazy. My grandpa and I rushed outside with guns, assuming that it was a mountain lion or a coyote, both of which had been seen in the area. The cattle had already run off, and after checking around the house, we rode out looking for the cattle to make sure they were safe. We found them at the opposite end of the ranch, huddled together, frightened of something. After counting them up, my grandpa pointed out that one was missing. We ultimately decided to ride back to the ranch and search for the missing cow in the morning, since things, when things had calmed down a little bit. On our way back to the ranch, both of our horses seemed on edge, and about halfway back I noticed something moving and pointed it out. My gramps took out his rifle and led us closer. The missing cow was on the ground, and a creature, it looked like a human, but was covered with fur with the same patterns a coyote would have, was eating from the carcass. My grandpa told me to ride back to the house and call my cousins out here. I did what he said. After I got off the phone, my grandpa came back, and my grandma asked him what happened. He didn't reply. Ten minutes later, my cousins showed up, and I explained what happened to them. We all rode out to the spot where we saw it, but the only thing left was a few scraps of meat and a couple half-chewed bones that had been nearly picked clean. The next few hours, we spent cleansing the area with sage. Boom! My grandparents never had any other incidents like that again, though that wasn't the last cow in the area that had been killed and completely eaten in that area. It was the last time anyone actually saw the culprit. Yeah, see, so... Those are the kind of stories I've heard from people. Not necessarily that exact story, but it's not sensational or anything. It, I mean, okay, yeah, that's sensational as in terms of like what they saw. But I'm just saying, like, she explains, like, we saw this thing. It looked like a man wearing coyote skins. It was eating a cow. It's not like. It came in our house and, you know, like... Yeah. the it, it was not the magic side. Right. It's the, yeah. And that's one of the things whenever it comes to skinwalkers is whenever it comes to the oral history of them, they're not put in the category of, like, supernatural beings. They're part of people. They right. are a natural thing that... You know, they're just people that practice witchcraft, this form of witchcraft yeah, that you're not supposed to mess with. Or talk about. Or talk about. So Skinwalker Ranch, it's been around for a while. Okay. Things I know about Skinwalker Ranch. Stories. There's lots of stories because of UFO and strange light sightings in the area. Uh, a local newspaper did some stories about some of the strange lights, which caught the attention of this rich guy who started a Rob uh, Bigelow Rob Bigelow he started a research unit like a think tank of really smart people scientists Na- NIDS yes which National for, Institute for Discovery Science and they bought the property and started studying it yes and Dr. John Alexander Colonel Ar- Army Intelligence one of the first NIDS employees NID's team was told by a rancher and neighbors of all types of strange activity on the property. Shadow people appearing in and around the house, poltergeist-type events where physical objects moved on their own, strange animals, including huge wolves and Sasquatch, and holes in the sky. The holes in the sky. Okay. That is bloody terrifying. That's like interdimensional. Yeah. Have you read some of the reports about the eyewitness accounts of the holes in the sky? No. You want to know why? Because I stay away <laughs> from all of this crap. No. They're exactly <gasps> that. They're like, they see like what they describe as like a rip in the sky and they can see into like another dimension. Like you're expecting like a Cthulhu tentacle. Exactly. To that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's crazy. Great. And this is, so the, the strangest thing about Skinwalker Ranch, I almost called it Skywalker Ranch right there. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
so this was the like the first group of scientists to come in and study the place but the point being unlike many locations where you have reports of paranormal activity taking place at skinwalker ranch the scientists who have gone there to study it have also witnessed and yeah. experienced all of this stuff firsthand yeah they observed all of this firsthand like you so, can just go there and see it for yourself yeah this isn't like bigfoot research where yeah. you listen to my show and then you go out in the woods and you listen to crickets for eight hours this is like you could go actually see the things i actually watched a paranormal show a ghost hunting show on television this has been years ago but they went to skinwalker ranch and had an encounter with what they were calling a bigfoot they some giant hair covered creature Great. was like throwing stuff at them from like down in a valley or whatever and they were like freaking out and like the whole time i'm just at the edge of my seat like yeah you know it's yeah. bigfoot it's bigfoot you know but like leaning forward off yeah. your seat like yeah 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 but this Zoom was in. like this was like a paranormal hunting team it, they were there for ghosts and stuff mm-hmm. and encountered something entirely different and hauled ass they're like nope that's not us <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry wrong place well it's funny um hellier they did that as well wow where they were trying to channel ghosts and yeah. had some bigfoot activity and i'm like mm. bro anyway sorry off topic so terry sherman the owner of the property way back in 1996 the shermans he was walking his dogs around the farm late at night when he came upon a wolf a wolf that was three times the size of a normal wolf with glowing red eyes and a mean streak terry shot the thing with a rifle at close range and it was like throwing pebbles at wolverine's skeleton i'm guessing wolverine's skeleton after it was covered in adamantium and not before probably so okay hold on can someone get lauren a cookie she deserves a cookie for that one i'm an x-men girl (laughs) all right so there are cattle mutilations you guys okay one of the cattle was found with a hole cut into the center of its left eyeball and another had its rectum cut out then one day Seven cows just <laughs> disappeared. And also there's crop circles and UFO sightings. Yeah. I have a cousin. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, I have a cousin. Do you know? Who oh, owned a piece of property. Uh, I won't say where, but she owned this piece of property. It was like a small ranch, basically. And she had several horses, some goats, and like a few cows. And she woke up one day to her cows having been mutilated like overnight with like no explanation. Like the dogs never alerted to any trespassers or anything like that. And it, it was a pretty weird deal. Pretty weird. No answer. Just saying. I mean, this doesn't. So we had this scintillating conversation before we started recording about mm-hmm. how coyotes actually do eat the derriere of cattle because it's soft flesh soft tissue gets devoured first but this says cut out yeah and this is a hole cut in the center of its left eyeball and a cut out rectum at my cousin's property it eventually got blamed on satan worshipers always always of course yeah because some of the internal organs were removed but the mutilations done uh, seem to be cuts mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily like how you hear a lot of times in cattle mutilation stories about the cuts being like laser precise or mm-hmm. surgically done or, right. but it was definitely cuts mm-hmm. of some kind and uh, some of the internal organs were missing um, the eyes were missing and the tongues were missing kind of weird to Very happen weird. overnight to an entire herd of cattle yeah it wasn't a big herd but still I mean, there was like four of them i think like, three or four have you ever butchered a cow i'm assuming uh, it takes some time <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna assume that it takes a while cows are pretty so, big yeah which is the interesting thing about skinwalker ranch how like seven cows just like disappeared yeah and i'm gonna assume that where skinwalker ranches probably has the same laws that oklahoma and texas has in terms of 
cattle rustling mm-hmm. where like it's legal to kill somebody if they're stealing your cattle. Yeah, yeah. So it's not something that really happens. Yeah. It used to, but cattle rustling is kind of a thing of the past because the law gives you permission to just murder somebody yeah. that tries to steal your cows. So I'm going to assume that that would be the same scenario there. And even if it wasn't part of the law, it would probably still be something that would happen there. Mm-hmm. So I doubt people in the middle of the night would just go to Skinwalker Ranch and steal seven cows. I wouldn't go to Skinwalker Ranch in the middle of the night, but that's just me. You know who would go to Skinwalker Ranch in the middle of the night? Post Malone. Rapper and musician Post Malone. <laughs> Isn't that something? It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying, wow. I don't know any of his music, so I'll let you handle that part. <laughs> I just know him from, like, the Doritos commercials. I don't know. <laughs> he does Dorito commercials. I know, like, one one of his songs that I heard. Like, okay. He he looks like he belongs at Skinwalker Ranch. I'm weird. just gonna say, okay, but I'm like, gonna put it out there. Okay, but, he's a he's a he's a good artist, but he also looks like he belongs there. In terms of <laughs> there's alien reports and stuff, like yeah. But I'm saying like he's like all thugged up looking. Like he mm-hmm. wears like gold chains and has like face tattoos. He's got an igloo in his mouth. Yeah, he's. That's what he says. Okay. Um, <laughs> but i mean like that is kind of weird to me that yeah he would go there but i guess he's into the paranormal and i mean that's cool yeah has the ability to reach out to owners of skinwalker ranch and yeah. just go i mean if he wants to go bigfoot research and i'd totally take him would you go to skinwalker ranch hell no they should open it up as an airbnb yeah no i would however like, just stay it sign a waiver stay at uh lizzie borden's that axe house. murderer house yeah, yeah i would stay there totally yeah yeah i'll pass totally would <laughs> in 2005 the book hunt for the skinwalker caught the attention of defense intelligence agency and senate majority leader henry reed yeah dia launches an independent study $22 million is allocated and documents never made public of government money yeah so okay. 22 million i'm a little offended as a bigfoot researcher <laughs> we can't get 10 bucks we can't, i can't get, can't like, get gas money i mean <laughs> we get a two million dollar yeah. bounty put on bigfoot but we don't get like any help proving it i mean a, it's a fine. campsite costs seven dollars just saying <laughs> some cost 10 now if well, there's hot showers yeah. I'm just saying. It's just it's crazy. Okay. And then Lou Elizondo, intelligence officer in charge of Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. A Pentagon group studied they studied Tic Tac, Go Fast, Gimbal videos, along with other military encounters, coordinated with DIA and the team studying Skinwalker Ranch. So Skinwalker Pretty Ranch crazy. has like all kind of things going for it. So like those videos that you're talking about are the recent UFO videos that the United mm-hmm. States government has confirmed as being Oh yeah. authentic to the point of we don't know what they are. Yeah. Like, and this guy yeah. was put in charge of that program to look into these things and see if they're threats to national security and coordinated with the Skinwalker Ranch people. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> I, right? Like why? why are you doing that (laughs) like that makes me hole in the sky the hole in the sky (laughs) like Like what and it's funny because like this interdimensional thing is happening and then all of a sudden you know our whole world is going to shit all of a sudden i'm just saying i don't know okay so this is how serious the skinwalker bad navajo sorcerer thing this is how serious this was taken there was the Navajo Witch Purge of 1878. Never heard of that before. So basically, it initially evolved from a cultural response to so many people moving across and onto their lands. After a series of wars with the U.S. Army, the Navajo were expelled from their land and forced to march to the Bosque Redondo or Fort Sumner in New Mexico in what is known as the Long Walk of the Navajo in 1864. Basically, the Four Corners Area Trail of Tears. Yeah, pretty much. There, the people suffered from bad water, failed crops, illness, and death, 
reducing their numbers dramatically. After four years, the government finally admitted that they had made a mistake and the Navajo were allowed to return to their homeland in the Four Corners area. During these years, many of the tribe's members were said to have turned to shape-shifting to escape the terrible conditions, and in the meantime, the rest of the tribe were convinced that their gods had deserted them. Once the people returned to their homeland, their conditions improved, but the dreaded skinwalkers, for whom they blamed for their years on the bleak reservation, were still among them. Accusations of witchcraft and the hunting of skinwalkers began. When someone found a collection of witch artifacts wrapped in a copy of the Treaty of 1868, the tribal members unleashed deadly consequences. The Navajo Witch Purge occurred in 1878 in which 40 Navajo suspected witches were killed in order to restore harmony and balance for the tribe. First of all, I want to know if it worked. Second, how did they prove that they were witches. I mean, suspected. We all know how the Salem witch hunts worked. Right. And which is pretty crazy that the Salem witch trials happened. And then the Navajo did this on mm-hmm. their own, like completely yeah. unrelated. But it's, they had their own version of the Salem witch hunt, basically. Like, I need more information on that. Like, what, how did they decide this person's a witch? I had never heard of it before. But it's also terrifying to think that, like, the United States government forced them from their homes. Mm -hmm. Uh, No transportation provided. Yeah. You know, Uh, you're walking to your new home, which is hundreds and hundreds of miles away. You get there, you know, it's unfertile land. You can't grow crops. You can't do anything. There's disease. There's all just horrible things going on. You can't survive there. And people out of desperation are turning to skinwalker witchcraft mm-hmm. to try and find some sort of solution. So now they're killing people and right. hexing people. And that would be miserable and terrifying for all involved. Yeah. So then they get back and these people have turned to this, whether yeah. out of desperation or not. And there the skinwalkers were born, allegedly. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder. That, that was a, another theory that skinwalkers came from uh, the tribes being forced to move around. Yeah, that they figured out how to shapeshift so they could escape. So after all the research that we did and all the things we learned about skinwalkers for this episode, what aspect of it is the scariest? What, what's the most frightening thing about it? I think for me that I could literally walk by anybody and they could be a skinwalker and I wouldn't know. And that's true for all human monsters, serial killers, people that want to do you harm. But this is like a whole nother level to that that is absolutely terrifying on Planet Fear. On Planet Fear. And they're also dicks for standing out in the road. (laughs) 